Welcome to the Writer's Journey podcast. Get inspired and see how taking the writing process one week at a time can not only create a book, but change your life too. I'm Simon Huggins and I'll be sharing a half hour journey every week with aspiring authors who need to get the book out there one way or another. We'll be sharing in each writer's journey and see how the process of writing a book transforms their lives. To find out more, why not go to writersjourneypodcast.com or say hi at facebook.com slash writersjourneypodcast. Today we're talking to Ramona Rice of Sparpreneur, who works with spa owners to help them maximise their business potential and get their word out to customers through a variety of approaches. The story of Ramona and her mother and their spa adventures is a story in its own right. Ramona has another story though. Tragedy rocked her world and changed her life forever. Now Ramona is determined to help others who are going through a similar experience by telling her story with wit and truth while working on four new books for her business community. You can follow Ramona at www.sparpreneur.com where you'll find the Sparpreneur blog, resources and much more as well as social media links. Just search for Sparpreneur on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram or Facebook. So let's check in with Ramona and see how she's doing on a writing journey. Hello Ramona, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm good. We're snowed in. We got um, like 10 inches of snow in my very coastal area and that's really unusual. So the whole house is home today. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so is it a bit, is it a bit uh, uh, maniacal at the moment? <laughs> Uh, no, they're, you know, everybody's used to me podcasting during the middle of the day because this is my workday and workspace. So I just reminded them like, hey, I have things that I have to do. So let us all act like, you know, common people. And the kids are so used to it now because they have their own show that they're like, okay. So they, they're downstairs and they are um, doing um, video games, I think, at the moment because they just came in from being in the snow. So. Oh, brilliant. Yes. So um, very nice snowmen, I, I, hopefully. Yeah, no, it was just, it's just, you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and lots of, lots of things have happened since we've last chatted. So I don't know if you want to keep them for the show or not, because um, it could influence the book. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Um, no, just uh, dive, dive straight in. Um, yeah. it's, um, it's, it's, it's not formal, don't worry. It's, it doesn't have to be a set format. Sure. Okay. So, okay, no, no, let, um, so what's happened then since we last spoke then? I got engaged. You got engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Totally. Like I knew it was coming, but I didn't think it would come so quickly. And I'm really excited. Um, and it kind of makes me realize that, hey, I have a button on the book now, um, which is great. So I think what I'm going to do is kind of evaluate it and maybe add in some of this kind of second year stuff um, because I think it's just as poignant and um as good as the first year like the first year was kind of like you know you're kind of getting your bearings and then the second year you know and, and it was towards this end of uh, the end of the first year that I met my fiance and um he was a large part of me recovering from grief so I think including him in the book in a way is a good thing um so it makes me and it gives me a chance to maybe reevaluate some chapters and things so um I've added that stuff to the outline which is great <laughs> um right. but but I've been um and I've been trying to write diligently um so i've gotten another like two chapters done since we've last spoken um at least written out not like edited or finalized or anything like that so that's yeah, good 
No, yeah. it doesn't. I mean, the editing can come later. The, the, the main thing is that you get you get it down there. Yeah, because um, I was worried about how to end it. You know, it's like there's this grand thing where you're like, oh, at the one year mark, you're all better, and it's so not true. So now being able to include like the second year of it, I think will be really good, and it gives me a place to say to end at least this book. Um, because I was kind of worried about that. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! It couldn't, it couldn't be better timing, could it? Yes. Yes. So I'm super excited, and yeah. So we're looking at an August wedding. Excellent. Yes. So, do so. When was the? Um, I'm just trying to remember when the original. So when did you want to get this out originally? Uh, originally, I wanted to get it out like in August. I guess it's gonna wait a little bit. I'm not, I, I think I'm okay with that. I think it's better for me to write it really well. I still want to have the whole manuscript done. I think by March, Aprilish. You know, if I really push, I think I can do it. Um, yeah. You know, at least have the first rough draft done, ready, so that somebody else can kind of read it and I can workshop it a little bit and then get it out there um, and start talking about it. Because like you said, I, I need to start also building kind of community around just me, Ramona Rice, rather than just Spapreneur or podcasting or anything like that. Like I need my own kind of thing. So that's kind of my next kind of thing is like, how do I build that around and, and, and that, you know, because I've, I've done a lot of research on that, that when you're self-publishing or if you want to get traditionally published, that publishers like to see that you have a large following, particularly in social media or a large email list. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, and you'll be able to demonstrate that on the business side. Um, but I guess, uh, as you said, this is this is a kind of a separate thing. Um, but I'm guessing some of that will probably follow you from the business side as well, um, to a certain extent anyway. People who are interested in you as you, you as a personality as well. Yeah. So I think that's just, so my next task in the next, I guess, quarter is get as much of the book written as possible. And then also um, start building that kind of just, just giving hints that I am writing this book and I am finally telling my story and, and starting to do that. So yeah, it's going to be good. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, uh, so does this, uh, does this fundamentally change other than the fact that you now have a way of wrapping it up? <laughs> Um, does it sort of change um, uh, any any of your goals that you that you wanted for this book in any way? No. Um, again, the goal for this book is just to give people who unfortunately get in my situation of being like a young widow or widower, like very unexpectedly, like you know, some kind of roadmap guidance. Like this is how I did it. Um, you know, and then there's no timetable. I mean, I know people who are my age that are widow widowers who aren't even dating. You know, and it's been like four or five years since they're, you know, everybody's on their own timetable. So, um, you know, I just got lucky and found a really good guy. <laughs> um, it just it just worked out that way. And um, yeah, no, I think the goals of the book are still the same that I want to um, it be inspirational and I want it to be something where people can see like, you know, there is life after something like this happens. I think that's the overall theme of the book is and the message is like, yes, this is awful and I don't wish it on anybody, but you know, you can recover, you can maybe not forget, but you can certainly move forward, not move on, but move forward. Okay. Um, so, so, so from um, what we were talking about last time, I, I, I guess part of it was getting into the right habit of writing again. So it sounds like that's happened. Um, um, but, but also um, you've got, I mean, you've got all your chapters outlined plus a few more. That sound of it yeah i'm you know and i don't have to luckily i don't think with the next year i don't have to go into too many details i think i'm going to add a chapter about what we did on the anniversary of james's death and then also being really honest like right after that i actually suffered through a significant amount of depression um there was a good like six week period where i just didn't want to get out of bed 
um, I think the grief finally hit me like really hard. And so I think skipping that part would be awful. And I think I need to share that because I've heard that from many people yeah. that the second year is harder. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. It's, it's, um, I've heard that from people as well. That um, after it's the anniversary times, which seem to be it kind of hits you hardest because you realise. <laughs> I don't know why it is that it just bubbles up. Yeah. Um, to the surface as, as it, it just be- it became really real after the anniversary. Yeah. It's like because I think like when you're grieving, you you're looking for some type of goal mark and you're like okay, the one year's coming up, the one year's coming up, and um, it was just one of the things where I was like, oh. You know, once it happened, you're just like, damn. And then, like, I think, like, the cloud of the initial first year kind of hazed up. And I really realized, even though I was dating someone I really liked, that this was my reality. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that's that's something that will always be a reality. But yeah. It's the fact that despite that, good things still can happen, as, as uh, I guess you found. Yeah, exactly. So that's, so it gives more meaning to the book, I think. Um, and it helps me with the structure of it a little more too, because like, again, I had the first half of it was very linear, where I was literally going day by day. So it might be like a three-part book where it's like we have the, the initial first couple weeks you know, the death and then everything after, and then like the period between that and then when I met Evan is kind of like a murky place because that's when I was really dealing with it the most. And then whenever, when I met Evan, it was like a light bulb went off a a dim one. And then it kind of slowly grew and grew and grew and grew until now, you know? So, yeah. So I think it'll be a good, a good, good structure for the book and it helps with writing. So it doesn't have to write a little bit more, but that's okay. Brilliant. Uh, Okay. Um, So I I guess then, um, Maybe you've you've got a schedule laid out for this as to, for your writing, I guess, um, because it's kind of happening. Um, is there any sort of uh, um, so if, if if you're aiming for sort of toward um, for March to to finish this, where are you up to now? Are you up to about chapter seven? Yeah, I've got seven chapters, so I'm gonna have to push myself a little more. So it may be later April um, if I really look at it. But if I can do a chapter a week, um, I could realistically get it done. Okay. Um, are there any particular chapters where you're thinking that this may need a little bit more um, uh, time or kind of space? Um, I haven't gotten to the funeral chapter yet. I've kind of skipped that one, so that might be a little tough. Um, The other ones are um, just, again, how revealing I'm going to be about certain dates I went on or certain behavior. I got to kind of think about that and sit with that. Um, I think actually the chapters of what's happening right now would be fun and easy to write because it's literally happening right now. Um, so I might focus on those first and then fill in the stuff later. No, that's good. Uh, that's, that's the nice, that's the good thing about this. You can actually kind of do it as a patchwork really, can't you? Rather that you it doesn't have to be a, 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 once you've got it mapped out, um, it gives you that flexibility to be able to pick the bits that you, that you're able to do more than anything, I guess. And that, right. That are right for that time. So that no, sounds, sounds like it's going really well. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so as I guess um, if, if it's April, I, I'm, think, I'm wondering at what point we want to start looking at the merchandising, the marketing part of it. Um, so I, I, we don't have to set a, it's just, it's worthwhile having a, having a goal for when you want to start doing it. So your brain starts working in advance of that date as to how you start approaching it. Um, so have you got any particular time in mind where you, think you might start sort of maybe um, uh, starting up a blog for it, um, potentially guest posting um, with 
people who, who know you, that, that kind of thing? I hadn't thought about that, to be honest. I really hadn't. Um, and I've been debating whether or not I should just release these chapters as blog entries and then get them published in a book, you know, or, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. You don't actually have to necessarily um, release the actual chapters. Um, a lot of the interest of this might be um, out of almost, do you keep, do you keep a journal at all around? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so some of it might actually, that might be a good source for some blog entries on that, about the experience of writing the book. Um, n- not necessarily just the, um, you know, what the content of it is, but, you know, how it's affected you actually go through that process. Because uh, it is, it, it's, it, it's, it's quite a brave thing to do writing a book, I think, for anybody. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's just a case of whether or not um, yeah, that, that, might, that might be a good source for you. Okay. Do you think that I should, because I've kind of abandoned, um, I don't know if I talked about this in, the, in our last chat, um, I used to have a podcast called The Sports Gal Pal, and that's where I would talk about James and everything a lot, and I haven't done anything really with that in a while. Do you think I could rebrand that and use it there? Because that's what I was known for. Um, with him um, particularly so uh, I, I wouldn't actually um repurpose the podcast itself do, do you actually still um release things uh, in that sort of intermittently no not anymore okay um so, so so a lot of people might have sort of taken you off their podcast list okay it might not be the best best one to do on the other hand um, if, if is there any way that you might would it be useful to resurrect that in any other no because I don't plan to do sports podcasting anymore um, I could certainly probably use the account and just get a, your, a new URL and, and that sort of thing changed over yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll do that and then just change your RSS feed so that I don't think there's any, uh, any harm in uh, putting an episode out on that feed if it's still running and, and, and just saying look we've got this new podcast coming out uh, and explain what it's about, uh, and anybody who's kind of in, who's interested. Um, did you did you have a blog associated to that as well? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So so maybe because I mean, normally you you release these things as a blog post at the same time, don't you? Anyway. Yeah. So it's part of the RSS feed. Because um, I could but, use the RSS feed that I already have rebranded. Yeah. Maybe change the like the website name and stuff to just be my URL. You know. Um, okay. Can do, but um, just just. Bear in mind that people wouldn't be able to find it then, potentially. Do you know what? Do you know? Did, are they using a separate, something like Feedburn or something like that, an external URL? Probably they, not, no. If it's not, then um, they won't be able to get it anymore, anybody who's used it previously. Right. It's not necessarily a bad thing, though. I mean, you know, if we start just fresh, too, you know, yeah, because it's a new project. That's what I'm thinking. If you keep that eye open and then just write a last blog post on there and, and give a, just a, a quick five minutes um, podcast episode to say, look, this is coming. Um, and then you can just forget it after that um, and set something up on a, a new URL. Okay. All right. I'm going to put a deadline for this project, maybe like early, early March, like March 1st, because that way it gives me time to plan out the website and then um, work with, because again, I, I work for podcast websites. So it's really, it's super easy for me to get websites. That's never going to be a problem. Um, it's just a matter of me making sure it's the way I want it to look and, you know, just making sure it's done right. 
Yeah, exactly. All this is detail, actually, so it doesn't matter at this point. Right. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, but, but so yeah, you agree yeah. with having a blog. So the blog can be, and I can start writing those posts now just in a Google Doc and then just publish them, like get my VA to highlight yeah. them and put them on. Okay, so I'm going to start documenting my writing process because I definitely have some stories about that. Like it's hard. It, I can't even, you know... I read memoirs now and I just, I, I think memoir writing is probably the hardest, most difficult thing anybody mm -hmm. could do because you're having to relive some really awful moments, some yeah. really good ones too, but, but some awful moments. And then you're having to put on paper and then you're realizing, oh no, people are going to read this, you know, and this is really intimate. Do I really want them to, to know these things about you? So it's a little scary. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's, um, I think anything which, um, any book, non-fiction and fiction, to be honest with you, to a certain degree, reveals something about the person writing it. Um, and the memoir is obviously the nth degree of that, because <laughs> it's 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 it is everything laid bare potentially. Um, so, I mean, it's it's up to you how much you want to reveal in that anyway. But it sounds like you, because you want to connect with people, it's going to be it's going to be pretty um, uh, <laughs> uh, raw, raw, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Okay, so um, I'll make a note of that. So and start to, and, we, and I'll, I won't ask you again until towards March. Right. Um, it would be helpful to know like um, some examples of really good author blogs or author websites just to kind of look at. That would be really helpful um, because that way I could see what they include and not include. You know, because this is new for me doing this kind of. Basically, it's a website about me, which is that's fine. odd. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll see. I'll, see, I'll seek a few out because there's um, there, there are some who are some people who are held up as kind of exemplars of how to do this right. And I'm not. I'm not always entirely convinced that there's a right way of doing it. It's as long as it actually kind of gives people a sense of who you are, um, and it's something which uh, they, they can connect with in some way. Then I think that's the important thing. Right. But I'll I'll, I'll seek out a few and I'll send them over. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Right, just making notes um right so um other than this uh you have a second project as well um you wanted to send um you wanted to uh create four books starting january the first um, right so i have the topics outlined for the four books yay okay um so you actually got the topics as well as uh, for the books. so so you've got is it the topics of those books did you manage to kind of find a pattern of what seemed to be cropping up most yes so what i figured out was when i really looked at it i figured these books need to be something that are really easy that i don't necessarily need a full course to explain like it's just they can get the information they need and then go so the first one was spa memberships that's a huge topic right now a lot of day spa owners like them because it's like recurring revenue but a lot of times they don't know how to go about it or they make it too complicated so that's honestly going to be my first one and i think simultaneously i'm actually writing the second one right now because i'm working on it is how to win best of contest because best of contests are really important um, for like kind of like street cred when people look up and they see hey we won best of San Diego or best of London or you know it, it just kind of gives people like like let's say you're buying for your wife you're going oh well people must really like them as this magazine's rated them like the best in London that they must be really good um, and there's a way you can do those um what's nice about both of those is that they kind of lead into um the next course so i'm doing um this quarter a facebook course 
right now. But the next one I'm doing is a kind of a rebooking referral course, and both of those tie into that nicely. So it kind of feeds into each other. It's like an ecosystem that I'm trying to really work in. That makes sense. Um, so the referral part of it is that so, so i guess it's got links to facebook but it's going to presumably deal with other well like things. again facebook too again reviews on facebook are really important that sort of thing but because facebook's so technical with a lot of these spot owners they don't even know like sometimes what to what to post when to post how to post it so that's the course is going to cover all of that um it would be too much to put in a book i may have like a separate book of like a template example of a month's worth of content that they could maybe buy um, I was thinking about that too, like a 30 day, like content calendar guide, like this, or maybe even like 12 months, like this is how you do like themed months and different like strategies they could do. So I was thinking like that. And then I was also thinking about, um, though, I don't know if they, it's necessary, but I'm not sure how many of them would go for it is spa finances because a lot of them just don't get it. Um, about like how to manage their money. But again, it's one of those things where it's like, do I buy this even though I know they need, do I, do I invest the time even though I know yeah. they need this, but will they actually take advantage of it? No. So. Finance is a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's the one thing that people, it's, it's like insurance. It's, it's uh, everybody needs, everybody might need it, but people don't really want to think about it. And pensions, that's another one. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things where, but, but you know what, once you have control of your finances, it's a lot of fun. Um, I like, I love doing my finances. It, it's so much fun because I have control. I know what I'm doing. So I was thinking about that. So yeah, but those are four topics I definitely thought of because I thought I, if I could definitely come up with some type of 12 month content calendar. So it's not really a traditional book, but it's more of a, like how I build my content and then giving them some specific ideas and action steps. Um, I thought that would be really good and interesting. And it is something they're asking for. Um, something that just want it done for them. So those are the four I came up with. I may change out that other one depending, but those are the issues that I keep seeing with the, with, with the spot owners, that particularly memberships and winning best of contacts and how to get more like testimonials and reviews. So that could be a book. I'm starting to also see that with, with the books, I can take one section of a course and turn that into a book too. So that's kind of exciting. So like, for example, um, how we onboard clients, um, that, that's a whole section on our email course, but I could probably take that information and just make it a book because that's what I did with my membership book. Um, I had a webinar that I was running, like how to win at membership. So I have all the information. I just need to expand upon it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a book. So that's what I'm starting to do is go back through all my stuff. And it's like, what have I already written, you know, that I can repurpose and, and make these into books. And again, charge 15 to $20 for each of them. But what it does is it builds me brand credit, credible credibility and it also gives them yet another resource so that's what i'm thinking that's brilliant uh, so if, do you have any courses where you they kind of lead on to other courses as well I'm, I'm, what i'm thinking is if you have a book which kind of represents one course it may also be a good um, a lead for um, those further courses that you've created oh that's a good idea like i'm right now um, i actually started this coming monday it's a a boot camp like a small mastermind that i'm running called six pillars i could totally write a book about the six pillars of spa land like i totally could do that i didn't even think about that oh great yeah because then um because i'll have case studies in that in, in that group you know yeah oh brilliant so it's also something which you can have as a takeaway for people who um uh for people who attend those um those those seminars or if you i don't know if you do do you do any in-person 
um, uh, sort of seminar type things as well? Uh, not yet. No. Um, again, cause Spotrunner is still pretty young. Um, she's only, the company's only like a year old, so she's a baby. So yeah, but I haven't challenged my Chris Decker to do a live event in the third quarter. So, um, you know, maybe that'll lead into that. I don't know, but I'm really liking the idea of, of writing maybe like all these other ones I, I was talking about are kind of like e-guides where they're like shorter, but I'm thinking that six pillars could actually be a proper, like, like 120 page business book. Oh wow! Okay, um, so that's that's one which um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you might may, it might be worth having a light version of that <laughs> that leads into that right um, people could take away. Um, but um, yeah, no, that sounds like uh, if that's a book in its own right, that could very much lead be a kind of springboard to your other courses as well potentially. Yeah, that's something because like with um like the memberships and the best of contests that will all lead into like my email course or my facebook course because i'll mention those throughout the books like hey if you want to know how to do this this course will do that for you because i've had a lot of those questions of like well are you going to go over this i'm like yes but if you want these details this is what you got to get so um yeah so that's what i'm trying to do is kind of make everything so that everything leads to anything so like if they're taking my email course i can say look if you want to know more about facebook ads or facebook leads then you know take my facebook course it's just a matter of finding simon one I'm having the most trouble with and again it's kind of like the other book it's just the time um you know the holidays were crazy busy and I got engaged and now I'm planning a wedding and planning a wedding's fun but then I realized oh wait I have to pay for the wedding so I need to make money <laughs> so it, it's a lot of those things so I and then we have again a massive snowstorm here today so the kids are back home so I haven't really gotten back into my routine even like let's see I was in London um England with you and all the rest of those people at the Upreneur Summit like in November I still haven't gotten back in my routine from that so that's like two months of like me kind of being up and down up and down so I think my next task and the most important thing for me to do right now is get back to a schedule where I am writing and creating content I think that's the most important thing right now was there was there a particular um pattern that you had before that you um that, that you found helpful for getting you into that mindset not really um I'm always had that problem of of just you know having like once I'm in the zone, I am in it and I can crank it out. It's getting in that zone and not getting distracted by like social media or um, like I'm at home and the dog does something cute or, you know, I'll have the office on and I'm like, oh wait, that's a funny episode when, you know, Michael Scott, like, you know, tried to jump on a moon bounce. You know what I mean? Like those kind of things. So yeah. Do you, do you know, what I've, I, one thing I have found helpful for that um, is um, it's one technique that they quite often suggest for um, writing is uh, when you when you do write something, uh, don't finish at the end of uh, say a chapter or a sentence or something. Leave it hanging halfway, so it's really annoying, and you've got to go back to it. Okay. <laughs> so if if you're finding that, so, so it, it kind of gives you you actually looking for the opportunity then to actually get back and finish that because you've left it hanging and that's so annoying. Yeah, because I just, I need to get back in the habit because I'm a really strong writer. It's great for SEO, for Spapreneur and also for any other projects I'm doing that I just need to get back into the habit of this is when I write. So I think what I'm going to do is really track when I'm writing these next like maybe like two weeks okay. and really see what works and what doesn't. And then that way I can report back and go, okay, this is how much I actually got done. Because realistically, Simon, I should get this membership because it's already outlined for me. I should be able to write this up within a week. I really should. Because the hard stuff's done, the research and the thought behind it's already done. It's just me expanding on the topic a little bit more. Okay. So it sounds like, do you, do you find metrics helpful then as a way of actually keeping, of, of sort of keeping on track? 
Yeah, I think they do because I think it's a, it's just an accountability factor, um, you know, and deadlines. Deadlines, are, I think, are really important for writers in general. Like, you know, I think that's the difference between writers and, and authors. You know, authors are those who have published their work. Authors have deadlines. You know, writers just write. And I think there's a difference. So, yeah. No, absolutely right. Um, so if that's the case, um, do you want to set yourself any deadlines for um, next week? Yeah, I want to, by next week, have a rough draft of my membership mini book done. Okay. Um, and you know what that will look like, um, a rough draft. Um, so so, so um, is, that, is that just uh, outlining or is that the text sort of? No, the actual text. Yeah, the outline is done because I've already done that webinar. I have those slides. I have those notes. So I have it. I just need to really just make, basically take the webinar and turn it into a manuscript. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds um, doable. Um, are there going to be any blockers that you can think of to doing to actually getting that done? Oh, like a thousand. <laughs> the biggest is just, again, my own distractibility. So I just need to, again, so I, I need to take the time and maybe I'll take this extra snow day when we can't go out anywhere and really just block up my time and say, this is the hours that I am writing and creating and I'm protecting that. And then actually mark that I'm working a manuscript here. I'm working on, I'm working on the webinar here, um, the membership here, and I'm working on memoir here and just be really strict about it. And, um, just know that the, the membership one takes a little bit of my priority over the memoir one just because it's got to get done because I said I would do it in a week. And it can be done, you know. It's just writing a manuscript. It's not hard. I'm just thinking if, if, if the metrics thing is quite helpful so that you can actually keep it, you say you can actually keep track of what you're really doing. Um, uh, do, do you, are you aware of the Pomodoro technique? I am. Um, is that the one where you work like 45 minutes and you take off 15 or is it like it's 25 and then five? Is yeah. it like that? However, however it make it, it works, but that, that's the idea. But more useful than that, I guess, is the fact that you, you can set a little timer and, um, there are some really good apps now. I'm using one called tomatoes myself. Um, and I found, I've been using it over the last month and I've found it quite helpful. Okay. Because um, because I can't, it actually, you write out the thing, the, the little task you're going to do, and it actually, um, it, it does the timer. It, it actually sort of counts down your 25 minutes and then your five minutes break. So you can, so then you know that after 25 minutes, you can check Facebook. <laughs> um, you, you're allowed to, you have permission. Okay. And uh, the other part of that is that it's, um, uh, it also keeps track so it, of the number of these little, uh, mini sprints if you like the 25 minutes that you've actually done um against each other against your task and then when you then when you finish you can mark it as done and uh it'll keep a note of uh, how long you've actually spent doing those things okay i'm willing to try that because yeah i think that too um it'll help with some other like i have you know private clients and things like that that i work with that i'm just kind of like i need i have tasks for them done like one is just a branded company and they need all their social media sites set up and i haven't done that yet and it's like come on you know you know how to do this it doesn't take that long and so it's just getting them all set up and ready to go so yeah i think i think i will try the pomodoro technique um and really analyze it and see if it works for me with staying on task because i think all of us whether you're an author or an entrepreneur or what you just sometimes when you when you run your own thing when you're your boss your own boss sometimes staying on task is really hard yeah absolutely um so uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a simple way of doing it as well so you're not it's not like a complex to-do app or anything like that uh, just as a task that you've been working on set your timer and off you go okay great so, um it's not hard to get into um there's apps for different phones um just search for the pomodoro 
I will um, definitely try it because at this point I'm willing to try anything. It's a new year. Let's try new things. Okay. Yeah. It, it took me about four goes of trying it at different times before I finally click, finally clicked with me, but some people take to it straight away. Okay, great. Okay. Um, so we've got some, so we've got, um, one chapter of your main, uh, of your, uh, autobiography, biographical book. Um, and, uh, You've also got that you're going to get, get done this uh, rough draft of your membership mini book. Yeah. Um, any, anything else? That, you, uh, that sounds like quite enough to me. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think that's yeah. going to be a good, yeah, because, yeah, I'm excited. Excellent. Progress. Okay. I'm taking you away from your writing time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I need to leave you to it so, so you can get to it. So you can get to it. I'll look out that, um, those book authors um, and uh, send, send those over to you. Okay, uh, great. Uh, so you can have a little look, but um, I won't do it just yet because otherwise it would just be an excuse not to write. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's my reward for getting my tasks done. Do not send it to me until you know that I've done these two things. I have the manuscript done for the uh, memberships mini book and another chapter of the memoir done. I'll, I'll tell you what, when you've got one of those things done, drop me an email and I'll send them over to you. Excellent. Okay. Yay. Yay. It's my reward. How sad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Good talking to you again, Ramona. And um, I'll catch up with you next week. Okay, great. All right. Thanks, Em. Bye. Bye. And here's a reminder of how you can contact Ramona. You can find her at www.sparpreneur.com or search for at Sparpreneur on Twitter, Pinterest and Instagram. Or find her at www.facebook.com slash Sparpreneur. My heartfelt gratitude to our guest for taking time every week to share your journey both with me and those who have welcomed us into their podcast feed. And thank you very much for listening to the Writer's Journey podcast. It's great to have you around for the journey. Now, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever it was you found the podcast. That way, others can find it too, so you'll be paying it forward to the next person who learns to love the amazing guests who join us each week. If you'd like to join the conversation and talk to others about your own writing journey or aspirations, or would like to talk about the podcast, then there's a few places you can say hi on the Facebook page, for example, at facebook.com slash writersjourneypodcast, or on Instagram at writersjourneypodcast, Twitter at writersjourneypod, or just go to writersjourneypodcast.com and you can find out more information about guests on the podcast. There'll be writing resources and access to all of the Writer's Journey podcast episodes and their show notes. Join me next time on Writer's Journey podcast. Let our writing journey continue.